Welcome to another week of shows, friends. Morning, studio. Morning. We're one week out. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. Next Monday is the first episode of Breaking Bobby Bones, my show. I can't believe they gave me my own show. And I'm just hoping people watch it. I'm nervous. I'm excited. All the things. And so one week out. The crazy thing is what sucks for me is that we're not on the air that day because that's a holiday. That's Memorial Day. And so I can't remind people to watch it. So I'm just hoping they're going to remember to watch it next Monday. So uh, that's on my mind right now. I'm over here talking to Amy. I was talking to her before the show. And like every third word, she sniffles. <laughs> allergies still crushing you? Yeah. And it's crazy because I really don't have a problem with allergies. I don't know if there's some new allergy. I've even had like an allergy shot that helps me not have allergies like for the rest of my life. So there's something weird happening with me. It's so bizarre, but yeah, I'm on all the things, nasal sprays, all this and that. And my in-laws have been with me and I mean, they're trying to help me out. My father-in-law apparently has some magic nasal steroid stuff he swears by, but he didn't really know where I could go get my own. So last night he was offering me his nasal spray. (laughs) The one he had in his nose. The one he had in his dot kit, yes. And he's like, no problem. Let me run up and get it for you. And he brings it back down. And he's like, just wipe the tip off. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. You but- didn't do that? I wouldn't. What? No, no, no. Like if, you- if Caitlin gave me her nasal spray, I would use it. Okay, but that's but, different than your father-in-law. I got you. Hold on. I'm talking through this here. And if it was, it, it depends how bad my allergies were. Like, I would be grossed out, but I would weigh the grossed out versus it possibly being able to help me. And I think I would clean it with hot water and alcohol, and then I would shove the spray in my nose. I think that's what I would do. You didn't do that? Nope. mm -mm, No, couldn't get past the hole that I would be shoving anything up my nose. It would have been up his nose. So So you didn't do it? No. Okay, pull the room. Would you have used your father-in-law's nasal spray, Eddie? Yes, but I think the doctors strongly recommend you do not do that. Okay, (laughs) Eddie. You don't have to be the disclaimer. Uh, Lunchbox? Yeah, I'd probably do it without even wiping it off. Oh, okay. Not even worried about it. (laughs) Wow, I am shocked I'm in the minority right now. Morgan? Would yes. you have? Yeah, yes, what, yeah. I totally would have. Honestly, I it it's a medical thing. So to me, it's like in my brain, it's kind of like already sanitized. I don't know why I think that though. But yeah, it's I don't, I don't not. It's up his I nose. Know. I don't know. <laughs> but you can clean off plastic. Do you do you ever eat it on a fork that someone else has used after it goes in the dishwasher? Yeah. 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 Wash it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Wash oh. the nasal spray. Okay. Well, uh, too late. I didn't. Oh. Sorry. I thought I kind of thought I was the the normal person here, but I guess not. <laughs> You can email us at any time and jump in the mailbag. Morgan, what is the address where people can reach out to us? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Let's open it up. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. I'm currently pregnant with our second baby. For our first pregnancy, we did not find out the gender. It was a complete surprise until the day she was born. I loved it. I would like for this baby to also be a surprise, but my husband wants to find out. We want a boy due to some complications, and this will be our last kid. I'm afraid that if we do find out and it's a girl, he'll be disappointed at a reveal party. But I know if it's a girl and he's holding her the day she's born, he will not be disappointed. He's such a good dad. He loves our current baby girl. What do I do? Help us. Uh, Beth in Texas. The first piece of advice I'm going to give you is don't fly a plane or light anything on fire for a gender reveal if you do it. Exactly. Yeah. Let's keep all flammables out for any sort of gender. You ever see that video where the gender, it's in the balloon and the balloon gets let up and they're like, they can't catch it and the balloon floats off and the guy's like running and he jumps over the fence and he falls and it's just a whole, <laughs> you ever see that video? Oh, no. Hilarious. And nobody got hurt or died. He might've gotten hurt, but, um, <laughs> but nobody like, nobody died. You know, it was one of those yeah. sad stories. It was just funny. I say do the gender reveal. I don't, I don't hate gender reveals. I like putting in the cake. Shooting a basketball and poof, it, it puffs. Yeah, just be safe about it. Do the do the gender reveal, and you should find out. Though is my point. If he wants to know, I think you should find out, or maybe you can just let him know. But I think if he wants to know, because look, you're right, and I say this about myself. I the only reason I say a girl will be tough for me is because I have no idea how to raise a girl. That's it. It's not that I don't really want a girl. It's like I am clueless. And for a boy, at least I have, like, I feel like I can hit the ground running. Like, I get it. Maybe not a baby, but the, the, the man versus the woman, I know more about the man. But I say you, 
you should get you should know. Well, okay, so kind of the same thing, and I don't know because I've never been pregnant, but like with women, I feel like they're fine with either one. I mean, I, I don't know. Do women mostly want a girl because they don't know how to raise a boy, or is that like why is that not? Our I would thing? say because you guys are smart and have depth, and mm-hmm. we are just cavemen okay. and idiots. Yeah, because I was going to say I don't hear many women saying yes. I don't want a boy because I don't know how to raise it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because like you're that. not you're not idiots. Okay. Yeah. I was just clarifying. So. I would say that have the gender reveal. If he doesn't have a good reaction, don't post it online. You don't have to post it online. Every gender reveal doesn't mean you got to post it on Instagram. If he wants to do it, do it. Have it. Great. But if he wants to find out, I think you need to let him. Yeah. Also, it'll prepare him in case he is disappointed during when the baby comes out. <laughs> That's where you don't want the disappointment. Yeah. Give him time to process yeah, it. Yeah. Like, have the disappointment when you tell him way before three months and let him process it, then be there for you when, he, when you have the baby. He has time to go to therapy. Instead of him being like, <laughs> yeah, him being like, all right, what is it? Well, it's a girl. Oh, man. No. He starts kicking stuff over in the room. <laughs> Scuba, what do you have? Because Scuba has two basically babies right now. I have one of each. I have one boy and one girl. The boy come first? Boy came first, and my wife was in tears because she wanted a girl. Oh. She did. But not because she couldn't figure out how to raise it, but it just, she just really wanted a girl, a mini her, basically. So, were you disappointed at first when you found out it was a girl? For the second one? No, because no, I had a... Oh, that's right. That's right. Second. Yeah. He already got the boy. Yeah. So I was pretty excited to have one of each. But like you, I was very nervous. It's a whole different process of how to clean them, bathe them, raise them. It's a different world. Clean so, them? <laughs> yeah. You have to, I mean, girl, it's a different cleaning process than a boy. See, and I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Like when you wipe, you have to be careful. I'm not going to get too much into it, but... Okay, yeah. It, 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 it's a different process. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how old are your kids now? Uh, the boy is three, girl is five months old. And how's the, that going? How's the baby going? The baby's going, she is an absolute pleasure. She just sits there and smiles. Better She's, than what the boy was? The boy was crazy and hurting himself and falling over the place and getting into things. And <laughs> So what would your advice be to this emailer then? For them, I, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it. And for me, I didn't do a gender reveal. I'm not into that kind of thing, so I wouldn't even care about that. I but just, would you, if he wants to know, do you, would you let him know? Yeah, I would tell him. Yeah, yeah why not? Who cares? Gender reveal or not, I would let him know. Yeah, yeah you're going you're gonna to find out at some point. Might as well find out now. All right, there you go. Thank you, Scuba Steve. You're welcome. All right, Beth in Texas, thank you for the email. Appreciate that. Close it up, Ray. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. We're about to put you in a good mood. Five quick hitters. Let's go. Number five. A dog was found nine months after going missing. He reunited with owners who never gave up. He went missing last summer. They had put the word out on Facebook. They never gave up. A woman took him to the vet. They scanned the chip. They connected the family. Nine months later. Amazing. Insane. We have, I have friends that just lost a dog. The dog, workers left the door open. The dog ran out. This has been like three weeks. And at this point, they've given up. Right? I mean, mm. you, you maybe you keep looking. But imagine the joy if someone had found that thing and brought it back. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. that. I mean, that is a great story. If you're a dog owner, you probably feel that in your heart a little bit right now. Number four. An Idaho lineman rescued a cat from a power line, and a guy on the ground did play-by-play of the action as he was watching it happen. <laughs> Here is the guy doing the gameplay. So right now, he's just got to gain his confidence. The cat sees him as a friend now. So the cat develops a little trust in him to where the cat's not going to jump. It's a successful save. Isn't that great? Number three. A man stole a woman's bike last week, but two women who were riding by on their own bike saw it happen. One of them was a retired cop. They chased him for 10 miles, called 911 during the pursuit, and got her bike back. The guy was caught too. Yes. Love it. It's a great story. Your kid's bike was stolen. Yes. You saw kids in your town in my riding neighborhood. that bike. Yeah. yeah. They were riding it through the park, and we happened to be at the park, and I chased them down. Like, I ran after them, and I said, hey, hey, where did you get those bikes? And they said, our friends gave them to us. I said, yeah, right. You see those two kids over there with no bike? You stole it from them. And they, were, they gave them back. And you right never there. got robbed or jumped or anything? No. Uh-uh, no. Knock on wood. I ran yeah, into a goodness. police officer in our neighborhood shortly thereafter, and he told me that was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. A 78-year-old woman in Alabama just completed a lifelong goal of graduating from college. She was a single mom in the 60s, so she had to do it bit by bit. But she says now she plans to go back and get her master's. Here she is talking about it. I really felt great. I might go for the master's degree. 
I'm going to rest for a while. <laughs> but if you have a dream, don't let anyone tell you that it can be done. Come on. Number one. A family in Virginia couldn't afford their puppy's $700 vet bill when it came down with the virus. But their 11-year-old son loves the puppy, so he took matters to his own hands. He set up a booth on the side of the road to sell all of his Pokemon cards. His mom posted a photo of it. People saw it and started donating like crazy. He made over $2,000. This is the 11-year-old talking about it. So I just decided to sell them. I made $65 the first night before anybody knew. I, I was so happy because I wanted to get him back. And he made the money. So cute. Paid off the dog, had some extra cash too <laughs> to buy some more Pokemon cards. <laughs> that was the Good News Countdown. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The Billboard Music Awards were last night, and here are some of the winners. Morgan Wallen won Top Country Artist and Top Country Male Artist. Gabby Barrett won Top Country Female Artist. Florida Georgia Line won Top Country Duo, and Carrie Underwood won the Top Christian Album. Garth Brooks received the Kennedy Center Honors this weekend. He, along with a few other recipients, were honored this weekend in a medallion ceremony that had been postponed from last year due to the pandemic. Dirk Bentley shared what it's been like to finally get back on stage for his High Times and Hangovers tour. For the most part, just able to block all that out and just have a lot of fun and focus on the, that show and seeing the elation in uh, the fans' faces and my band's faces as well, too. And I've tried to not make anything more than that, just fun and not focus too much on the circumstances of what has happened or is happening. Just been going out there and trying to keep it heavy on the music and then uh, and, and just have a good time. And we have had a lot of fun. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. These stories of when people fight an alligator for their animal, their dog. Like, like I root for them almost as hard as I root for like the U.S. Olympic soccer team. <laughs> You know, I'm just like, wow, let's go. And I don't see many alligators. I don't see much soccer. I compare them because I'm, it's, they're both foreign to me. But I root for these people because if some if an alligator bit my dog or went after my dog, I think I would do the same thing. A uh, Florida man got up close and personal with an alligator after it attacked his dog. Mike McCoy was walking his eight-month-old chocolate lab, Jake, near a pond in Florida. Which, by the way, should you be walking a tiny puppy near a pond <laughs> where there might be an alligator? I mean, but do you know this alligator? You get off the edge of the pond. Like, it's Florida, I probably know. Oh, yeah, Maybe you have like 30 yards off the pond. Yeah, I guess so. Alligator jumped out of the water and grabbed his puppy, pulled the puppy <gasps> under the water. Scary. He says Jake was in a death roll with that gator, but he jumped in the water. He thumbed him in the eye. <laughs> wow. He picked him up out of the water, so he couldn't get anywhere until he let the dog go. He thumbed the thing in the eye. Wow. You can do that to humans too, you know? Mm-hmm. If you stick your thumb you in there, right? yeah. And mm. sharks, I've heard. Why? Why? They have to get stitches, both of them, because they did get bitten by the gator a little bit. But they both are okay. They're going to be fine. The gator awesome. was estimated to be between seven and nine feet long. They're working with a trapper to remove it from the pond. Wow, that's an awesome story. Florida man, that's great. Mike McCoy, Jake, proud you're alive. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. I was reading a story about Garth Brooks. And his song, The Thunder Rose. If you're not familiar, where have you been? But here's a clip anyway. And the lightning strike, another love grows cold. Is this a top 10 Garth Brooks song, first of all? Yes. yes. I say 10. it's a top 10, right? Yeah. What beats it, though, before I tell you the story? I think Friends in Low Places beats it. Mm-hmm. The, the River beats it. Yes. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yes. Unanswered Prayers. Yes. Yep. The Dance. Yep. Rodeo. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. What? <laughs> Maybe. You don't think Rodeo beats Thunder Rolls? It, you don't think Rodeo's a top 10 song? Rodeo's great, Bones. Don't get me wrong, but Thunder Rolls, that's a jam. Okay. You haven't said If Tomorrow Never Comes, right? That's my favorite Garth Brooks song, yeah. but most people don't agree with me on that one. But it's still uh, above it's, Thunder Rolls. Yes, amazing. I agree with that. Okay. Um, What else are we forgetting from Garth? Shameless? Mm-mm. What about Much Too Young? No, I don't think Much Too Young is better than Thunder Rolls. <gasps> but I think Shameless is up there. Eddie, you don't? No, not Shameless. Because I'm Shameless! Shameless! It's a jam, I like they're like but no. similar. Huh, okay. Uh, how about, but, hold on, I got one more. Papa Loved Mama. Oh! Great oh. song. I don't think 
is over the Thunder Rolls. Wow, though. okay. Well, it sounds like we're agreeing that Thunder Rolls is like a six or seven. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Right? Uh, I, put it, I kind of put it at, I mean, what about what she's doing now? Oh, damn. Yeah. All her jams, but not, no way. Okay, well, in my list, it's above. It's yeah, ahead no, of it. Nope, not our, but mm-hmm. we're, we have a collective list, like the oh. coaches poll, when we okay. all vote on. But here's the story. So Garth Brooks wrote the song, and it's a massive hit for him, obviously, but he wasn't the first person to record it. He wrote it, Tanya Tucker recorded it. And I wanted to play some of that for you here, because here is Tanya Tucker doing the Thunder Rolls. The Thunder Rolls, the Thunder Rolls, and the lightning strikes, another love grows cold. So her version contains a third verse, the third verse, that if you're a massive Garth Brooks fan, you know the verse, but he never recorded it until, I believe, the live album in Central Park. Am I right on that, Eddie? I think you're right. Do you remember it? Well, it's about her shooting yes. her husband. But Tanya Tucker did record that, wow. that verse. Here's the third verse. He reaches for the pistol in the bottom dresser door. The lady in the mirror says, he won't do this again. This will be the last night that I wonder where he's been. And the thunder rolls. Dang. Holy. And I tell you, so dramatic. It's, it's tough to, you know, hear a Garth Brooks song sang by someone else, but she does a great job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like her vert. So she recorded it. She did not put it on an album. She kind of kicked it off the album. Was like, eh, I don't think it's good enough. She later put it out as a box set. But because she didn't, Garth then cut it, and then it became what it is now. Isn't that a crazy story? Yeah, it's Very. a good story. And now, but I'm, I'm determined now to go home and make my Garth Brooks list of top 10 Garth Brooks songs. <laughs> I think you guys should do that, too. Okay. Come in tomorrow with your top 10 Garth Brooks songs. Okay. I got on a list. Okay? Got it. Okay. There you go. That's your, your, your music fact of the day. I was shocked by that, and I love that she recorded the third verse. On the phone now is Glenna in Nevada. Hopefully, you can win yourself a prize here. You're up for grabs a $100 cash gift card courtesy of our friends at Hyundai. What would you do with $100 in cash right now? I probably would spend it on my family. Love that. Hey, what a great answer. Yeah, that's nice. We're rooting for you. Anything else, we've been pulling against you, but we love that answer. (laughs) All right, Glenna, so the the game is called Never Gonna Get It. It's a really hard trivia question. You'll get a chance to answer it. And then I'll tell you what, you can pick if anyone on the show gets it right or wrong. Okay? Okay. All right, here we go. According to a new survey of 2,000 women, this is the most important thing to bring home from a vacation. What is it? I'll ask one more time. According to a new survey of 2,000 women... This is the most important thing to bring home from a vacation. What is it? All right, Glenna, you're up first. If you answer it right, you just won the prize. The end. What do you think it is? Um, do photos count? Sure, that'd be an answer. Photos. We go with that as an answer. Yes. Yeah. According to a new survey of 2,000 women, this is the most important thing to bring home from a vacation. The answer is not photos. Oh, it's not. Okay, it's not. Did you have that? I did have pictures. Yes. So here's what we're gonna do this round, Glenna. We have five players here. You can guess if the whole if anyone on the panel gets it right. Or do you think all of them are gonna miss it? So either one of them gets it, or you want a prize. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan number two, Raymundo, do you think if any of them get it right, you get the prize? If all of them miss it, you can also select that and win the prize. That's kind of a tough one. I thought I would go with Amy, but I think I'm going to say they're all going to miss it. Okay, I like that. Okay, that's a hard one. I'm not clapping for that. And no one else wanted to, but I did, and everybody just kind of jumps in. I appreciate that support. She's cheering against us. Okay, so she thinks no one will get it right. I love it. Let's go to Raymundo, who is our audio producer. He sits in a glass room. He's recently married. Raymundo, there were 2,000 women surveyed. They say this is the most important thing to bring home from a vacation. A souvenir T-shirt. Okay. Hmm. Souvenir T-shirt. That is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Did you have that, Eddie? I had T-shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> so, would so he, can I he get another just one? Said souvenir. I have the answer on the page. Morgan, what do you have? 
Well, whenever I go somewhere, I always bring back a bottle of alcohol from that place. So, bottle of alcohol. Morgan is our head of digital. She does social media. She does web. Uh, she says bottle of alcohol. That is incorrect. <sighs> All right, Glenn, we have three people left. Let's go to Lunchbox. Yeah, it's easy, guys. Happy memories. <laughs> what is that? It's memories. <laughs> no, you make great times on your vacation. It's happy memories. Memories. If yep. that's it. That's funny. That's what it is. You guys are thinking tangible things. These are things, experiences you come on when you have memories to talk about. So great stories and memories on your vacation. That's what everybody wants. You don't want a souvenir. You don't care about pictures. You want to have memories and stories. That could be right. Boom. And I won. She lost. Give me the $100. I don't think that's it. I'll tell you what. We'll we'll come back to lunchbox. Yeah. Just kidding. He lost. (laughs) I have two that I'm doing. Well, hold on. Okay. Eddie. Yeah, so I did originally have shirts and pictures, but now my final answer, my mom used to collect these. She wanted them from every city we went to. Give me shot glass. Oh. I no, I know the spoon. answer. Spoon. According to a new survey of 2,000 women. No, we do not want a shot glass. A shot glass with a city on it. Is it a shot glass? <laughs> no. Okay. About a shot glass. Oh. Amy, okay. what are the two you're talking through? Okay, mine both have to do with the body. Okay. Um, one oh. of them is you want to come back with a tan, maybe, depending on where you go. <laughs> oh, That's pretty good. Okay. Um, also, I was debating with you maybe want to come back with a baby in your belly. No. What? No, no. no one wants to come so back. So you want to come back either darker or pregnant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Depending on where you are. So that's why I'm leaning more towards the tan because it's it's more general for everybody because not everybody's, you know, wants a baby. What about At people that go time, skiing? That, I know. I that's that's also something I'm that I'm debating. Like it might not be that because you may not go somewhere where you're laying out. According I, to a new survey of two thousand women, this is the most important thing to bring home from a vacation. What is it? I am gonna say a tan. Ooh, I would have gone baby. Because I had tan in my mind, but then I thought about the people that don't go to the beach. But then you went with memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amy went with tan. How do you think? How do you think that goes, Glenn? You think she gets it or no? Uh, no I don't think so. Oh, Sorry, come on. I'll give you the opportunity, Glenna, to change your mind, where you can pick Amy, and if she gets it right, you win. Do either of mine count, baby or tan? No, just tan. That's okay. one you picked. Everybody gets one shot. I, I, I still am going with no. Okay. okay. If it's tan, I'm going to be so disappointed. According to a new survey of 2,000 women, the most important thing to bring home from a vacation is a tan. Oh, Amy! Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She's got three of the last four. <laughs> She's on fire. She's good. How are you so good at this game? I don't know. Tan was the first thing that I wrote down. And then I wrote baby in a belly. <laughs> Glenna, I'm so sorry you did not win. That's quite all right. I tried to give you every I, opportunity to swing back around. You know, I, know. I wanted to give you more and more chances. I, I appreciate it that I even got to play because that wasn't actually what I was calling for. But Well, look at that. A, a prize for Glenna. Hey. I tell you what, though. We can get her some crap from the back, which is always a great consolation prize. And it also cleans out my office a little bit. We love that, <laughs> yeah. don't we? Here's a voicemail we got last night. Um, Amy's morning corny helps cheer up my clients. I'm a caregiver. And then the tell me something good. And when my stepmom passed away, I was really upset and really down. And one of my clients actually said, tell me something good. And I was listening to you that morning. So I told her what you had said on tell me something good. And it kind of cheered me up along with her. So I just wanted to thank you guys for giving me good days. Ah, Thanks for that message. It's awesome to hear. We often wonder if we're just talking into the sky, you know? I think, Amy, you back me up on this. Sometimes we talk and we're like, who cares? Oh, who cares yeah, what, no. I'm who cares sure what like, we're talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Why, what? Why does anyone give a crap exactly. what we're saying? Yes. That's most days, actually. Four <laughs> days a week, I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for that call. That means a lot. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a new poll found that about half of us have hidden snacks 
around the house. And we do so to keep other people in our home from eating them. And now I'll admit to having snacks hidden around the house, but I don't really care if anybody else eats them. It's more so that like when I'm in those spaces, if I need the snack, like my closet, I have candy hidden in there because that's my place I go to retreat and it's my quiet space. And I learned actually from a lot of our listeners to keep snacks in my hiding space so that when I'm in there, I have something to munch on. I don't hide anything, but I have stuff hidden from me all the time. Like, Caitlin knows that if I see it, I eat it. And so she hides stuff. Sometimes she puts it in, you know, vegetable bags. Sometimes she puts stuff in the back of the cupboard. So I'm a victim of having stuff hidden from them. Oh, wow. So you actually tell Caitlin, hide this from no, me. No, I don't tell her anything. Sometimes I just see her go to it, and I'm like, what did you just go get? <laughs> and she's like, no, uh, 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 nothing. And so, no, she hides from me, but I don't tell her to. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're the culprit. You're the one that gets it. So she's having yes. to hide it from you. Got yes. it. Okay. So, yeah, so we do. What else? Uh, Philadelphia is now dimming their skyline to save hundreds of thousands of birds. And there's like 20 buildings across the city that have agreed to turn off unnecessary lights from midnight to 6 a.m. So here's the deal. When birds are flying in rough conditions. All right. I I just don't think we should be putting boring bird stories in the middle of the pile. It's not boring. No. I think it's something. Eddie, boring or no? No. Boring. Lunchbox, boring or no? I fell asleep. This is like like me bringing an Arkansas Razorback recruiting story and putting it in the middle of the pile. Okay. You don't want to hear about how the bright lights disorient the birds and cause them to fly into the windows and they die? Not really. I just heard it and it was very boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> no, Amy, but, we'll, uh, hold no. on, hold on. Let, let me say this. I can promise we'll give you a bird minute. Oh, well, okay. Tomorrow. Sorry, I tried to sneak this into the pile. But you but can't I was be all... sneaking your own passions into the... This is for the people. Well, I was also going to tell you that Philadelphia is now called the city of featherly love. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like it's, a, it's a thing. Listen. My- oh, hey, guys, as a group here, we need to vote. Are we banning bird stories other than when it's her bird minute? Yes well, or no? Please. Please. <laughs> I yeah, okay. mean, yeah. Amy, I can't believe it took this I long. I thought that this was very interesting. And that okay, let's go, to, let's go to the second tier. Hey, Raymundo, are you bored? Definitely. It's got to be its own segment. It can't <laughs> yeah. be thrown into the pile. <laughs> yeah, we have to warn listeners that are about to be bored. We can't just bore them. I did warn them with the tease. Yeah, and I, and I was bored by the tease. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Okay. But, okay, fine. What's the next Now what's, people don't even people that work downtown in big cities with tall buildings, they're not, they don't know that they should turn off the lights to save the birds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what's the next story, right. Amy? Taste of Country put out the best country duet. So I have the top 5. Dolly and Kenny, Islands in the Stream, number 1, shut the story down, the end, right? Um actually they did make the top 5, but they're not in at number 1. What? What mm-hmm. number are Dolly and Kenny? They're at number three. Do we have a clip of Islands in the Stream? Islands in the Stream. That is what we are. No one in between. Okay. Is it duos don't count, right? It's it's duets. Duets. I, what is a deep what's the difference? Like Brooks, like and, Brooks Dunn. and Dunn or a duo. Oh no, these are uh people collaborating. If together. it's like Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, I'm about to be ticked. <laughs> no, they're all people that You've definitely you're, What's you're a, a fan of all five of song, these. What's a classic song though? That's like, like uh, George, is it like old stuff like George and Tammy? There, uh, there is an old one on here at number two. It, it, Johnny Cash and June. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's what? Jackson? Yep. Yeah. Ever since the fire went out, I'm going to Jackson. So we're missing three. Bobby, I'm telling you, the one at number one is one of your favorite songs of all time. Brad Paisley, Allison Krauss? Yes. Whiskey. And I love this, but it's not better than Dolly and Kenny. And I think Brad would say the same thing. But this is one of my favorite songs. All right. So Uh, we're we're missing two of them. Give me another one. Uh, Do you want me to tell you the people or just say them? Just give me number five. Okay, number five, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. It's your love. Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Missing one. No, hold on. What are we missing here, guys? So, so I automatically. It's an unlikely pair. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. I was thinking Garth and Trisha. But okay. No, it's an unlikely pair. Mm-hmm. Is it like a pop star and a country act or something like that? Yep. Pink and Kenny. Jasmine? It's, it's not F- Blake. FGL and BB Rex, is it? <laughs> nope. Okay. It's a good song. Tim McGraw and Nelly. It's, it's about 10 years old. 
What do okay, let's think. Luke Bryan, any massive duets? Mm, no. No. Jason Aldean, any massive no, um, We're gonna spend all this time guessing the song and I couldn't have one minute for birds. That's correct. This yeah, is a lot more the, interesting. We care about that. <laughs> what about Jason Aldean and uh, Kelly Clarkson? Don't you wanna stay? Oh yeah, little yeah. while. Yeah, is, good call. Would that be it? Nah. Uh no? Ray, hit it. Don't you wanna oh, stay? Come on. wow. And don't be complaining about bird segments. Sorry, I was just I was doing what I was doing what we call filler. <laughs> While y'all were thinking, I was trying to add commentary. With a bird story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, her commentary was we should have kept my story and not done this. <laughs> okay, Amy, is that it? I'm Amy, and that is the last time you'll hear a bird story in my pile. There you go. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this mom, Ashley Fox, was at Walmart with her son, who is autistic, and he's nonverbal. He's three years old. He saw a stuffed puppy that he really wanted. She checked out the price, and she was like, whoa, this is more than she, you know she expected. So she put it back. He had a complete meltdown. She took him out of the store, loaded him up in the car. He was still having the meltdown when some stranger came and knocked on her window, and she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And before she drove away, the stranger was like, hey, I just wanted you to know I, I bought the stuffed puppy oh, for your son. On. I saw he was having the meltdown about it. So shout out to the stranger that helped this person out. I don't even have the name. It was just a random act of kindness. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what, so thoughtful. Would have scared me if someone knocked on my window, though, in the parking lot, to be I honest know. with you. I was pulling out of, we were having lunch the other day, and our, our boss's wife was like the third level underneath in the parking. We're three levels underground. Mm-hmm. And I saw her walking, and I was like, is that, I was in my car. I was like, is that her? And, and so I pull up beside her, roll one down, I went, hey, scared her. She thought somebody's about to attack her three levels down in a parking garage. Probably. Risky. Yeah, she went, ah! I was like, it's Bobby, it's Bobby, relax. I'm not going to abduct you. We're all good. But yeah, that, that would scare me. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's a great story. That Not mine, not my story. Amy's story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. About two months ago, Lunchbox wrote three letters. Now, he wrote them as a seven-year-old and just asked for an autographed picture. He wrote a letter to Carrie Underwood. He wrote a letter to Oprah. And he wrote a letter to The Rock. And it's our experiment to see if they write back at all or maybe even send a picture. So what is the update this week, Lunchbox? Listen, guys, we have gotten nothing back. The other day, my wife did go, oh, my gosh. And I was like, what would we get? And she goes, oh, I got a letter from my cousin. I'm like, oh. I, thought, <laughs> I mean, I thought she was excited because she checked the mail and she knew that I had been expecting something from these celebrities and I got nothing. But when she goes, oh, my gosh, I was like, oh, yes, I got something. Stupid letter from her cousin. All right, week eight. No celebrity has responded Uh, officially, right? No celebrity has responded. All right. We will continue. When do we give up, by the way? I don't know. I was about to ask. You know what I say? Never give up. You never (laughs) give up. Okay. We'll check again next Monday. Now time for the morning corny. The morning corny. How do you get a country girl's attention? How do you get a country girl's attention? A tractor. Attractor. Nice. Yeah, good. That was the morning corny. So in a few minutes, we'll find out if Eddie's going to walk from West Virginia to Tennessee, like the George Strait song. Eddie said, that's not that far to walk. You're carrying your love. That's not that far. That's what you said, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, you want to prove to someone that you're carrying their love a long distance. It's not West Virginia down Tennessee. So I said, well, then give us some sort of scenario. Like, what will it take to get you to walk from West Virginia to Tennessee? So we're going to find out about that coming up in a segment. In a second. All right. Hope everybody's good. Amy, you good? Yep. Doing good. Just sitting here. I realized you are officially one week away from your show debuting. So really, like, I want to know how you are. I'm good. Listen, I I feel like it's finally coming on the air, but as you guys know, I've been shooting it for a year. And so, yeah, one week from today, Breaking Bobby Bones premieres, and I'm excited. I might be a little more nervous than excited, because if it doesn't do well, then they just kind of cancel. I mean, they'll show all the episodes, but I don't get to do any more of it. So I, I guess there's a pressure, too. But one week from today is the very first ever Breaking Bobby Bones. And the question is, people ask me all the time, like, what is it even about? Like, I do go out and I do stuff, very dangerous stuff. I mean, the first episode episode is me with a guy named Mike who is a rope access worker, which they have to build these rope rigs to get to high places that 
humans can't get to. And so it just so happened he was cleaning the underside of the, the sky bridge over the Grand Canyon. So that's what I had to do. So here I am on a rope, 4,000 feet, hanging over the Grand Canyon. And it was miserable. But his story is, you know, he was in jail. He was running with gangs. And so he was able to find his way out of that and create this new life for himself. And that's what the show is about. It's about people who have had adversity, didn't let that define them. And then they also have found something really cool in their life that they're doing. If it's a hobby, if it's a skill. And so that's the first episode. We're doing two episodes one week from tonight, Memorial Day night. So it'll be that. And then I go to Arkansas for the second episode that night. And I'm working heavy machinery. And I'll say this. I did break something. And I worried that it was that I was going to shut that I I had cost the, the family a whole lot of money, and so, but it's I, I can't wait for it to be on. It's called Breaking Bobby Bones. Premieres the back to back episodes on Memorial Day, Monday, May thirty first at ten nine Central on National Geographic. And I, I guess I could be cool and be like, Hey, I hope you watch. But I'm not that cool. I'm begging you to watch. I'm begging <laughs> you to record it. Tell your friends. I'm pleading. I've never got my own show before on TV. I've been working forever, so. You know, and if I, I get good ratings and I win, we win. The show wins. Everybody wins. So, so that's you're what... doing okay. No, I'm freaking out over here. <laughs> Back to the original question of like, yes, I, I take it that you're a little anxious about it. But I have it in my calendar. So, boom. I, I pledge here and now to be watching on the 31st. 10, 9 Central, Memorial Day. Just go ahead and DVR it. I'm going crazy. That's all I think about is will people watch this show? I'm begging you, please. But I, you will also like it. I do think you will like it. And so it, this is a show about the underdog. But that's it. I can't. I'm gonna stop talking about it because I'm gonna go crazy thinking about it right now. But that's how I'm doing, Amy. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Sometimes I just need to scream. I need to go in the backyard and scream <laughs> because I'm so freaked out that this show is gonna bomb. But okay, I'm putting good, good, goodness into the. I'm manifesting good things though, right? Yes, I can tell. Okay. This is a new segment that I just created called What You Got. Amy, what you got over there? Well, what I got is I really feel like the odds are in your favor, you finding Caitlin at this time, because I saw this study that was done saying that back in 1992, women spent an average of like 45 minutes getting ready. But now in 2021, women only take 20 minutes. So I feel like you found your forever girl just in time. Yeah, she doesn't take that long to get ready. But for some reason, she doesn't start getting ready until it's almost time to go. So, so maybe the odds of that part aren't. Yeah, in your it's favor. a weird situation. <laughs> you know, she says she's trying to train me to be five minutes late because I am earlier on time everywhere I go all the time. Like it, I, it is my pride. I start getting antsy an hour before I'm supposed to be somewhere. Like, hey, we got to get there on time. We got to. And she's like, "We're all good, baby. Why, why are we trying to hurry?" And I'm like, because we promised people we'd be there at this time. And she's like, you're supposed to be five minutes late or 10 minutes late. And I'm like, no, if you were supposed to be, that would be the time you're supposed to get there. So that's the constant struggle with us. But she does not, she is not high maintenance as far as getting ready. 15, yeah. 20, yeah, 15, 20 minutes. That'd be it. All right. Oh, she's, sound, she's, at, she's, at, she's the 2021 woman. Mm-hmm. All right. Ask, now this is how the segment goes. Now you I, ask me what I got. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I like saying it like that. Okay. Sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> Oxford scientists link alcohol consumption with reductions in brain gray matter. And gray matter contains a lot of the cell bodies that influence our nervous system. So they're saying if you drink alcohol, even in moderation, it could be harmful to your brain. Mm-hmm. That's Not what I got. That, so, and I don't drink at all. My brain's feeling pretty good. <laughs> you, Amy? I mean, I... I think there's something to that. It's just so hard to know what to believe because you, you know, tomorrow there'll be a study that's like, hey, one glass of wine a day is great for the heart or one beer a day does this, da, 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 da. But then, yeah, I think overall alcohol can be pretty harmful. So just take it in moderation. Well, those stories that are like, hey, a beer a day is good. If you look at the fine print, it's like brought to you by course. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Good point. Hey, ask me one more what I got. Oh, what you got? Google unveils a new AI tool that can identify 288 skin conditions, including warts, cysts, uh, lipoma from just three photos. So this AI has been trained with 65,000 images of diagnosed skin conditions. All you have to do is send three photos of the area and it sends you a message back going, yep, you got the old cyst. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it really is. I... 
part of it is scary, but also really cool. They say it will give you a more informed decision about whether to go to a doctor or not. Mm-hmm. It's or, wild how yeah. Facebook knows what people are in my pictures. It, and creepy mm-hmm. a little bit, too. And sometimes I get tagged in pictures and the person's much uglier than I am. And, I, and it's not me. It's like somebody else. And they mess up sometimes. And I'm like, that ain't me. And that hurts my feelings. Does that ever happen to you? Uh, I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. Well, I don't either, but I just go look and see if I'm tagged on but, stuff sometimes. What's funny, you know how your phone in your own photos will do that thing where you can go to faces and pick out different people? Like, say, Bobby, I'm searching for a picture of you. I can just yeah. go to my file of you. But, like, for me, there's, like, five different files on in, like, you know, some or if I have makeup on or not, it identifies me as two different people. And I'm like, that's so rude. There's morning Amy and evening Amy. Exactly. And I, I am I'm very offended. Eddie claims that if you really love someone, that going from West Virginia down to Tennessee is not that far in distance. And if you're wondering where that comes from, it's this song right here. West Virginia down to Tennessee. I'll be moving in fact, it's such a short distance, Eddie claims he himself could go from West Virginia to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least he did until we called him on it. <laughs> so fast forward to today. We got, we're going to find out what Eddie needs to do this. If he does it, he will go from the southern tip of West Virginia, which is Bluefield, West Virginia, and walk all the way to the border of Tennessee, which is Bristol, Tennessee. Now, we have the mileage. It is how many miles from Bluefield, West Virginia to Bristol, Tennessee? One hundred. And four miles. Okay. There's no shorter way. You're not doing the farm to market road or anything. That's it. 104 okay. miles. So, what do you need to walk from West Virginia to Tennessee? Okay. I thought long and hard about this. When I was at home, I see my two foster kids sitting there. And I'm thinking, you know, you brought it up on Friday. I was like, ah, the charity that we've been working with a lot is the National Angels. I want to raise money bones, and I've never done this in my life. I've never picked a charity and been like, I want to raise this much money. So I have decided that $10,000 to this charity, the National Angels, and I will walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee carrying love on my back. Okay. So... I have already pledged $1,000. So that's 10000 No, 11000 No, 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 no. That's oh. nine more thousand. Oh. Because I'm in... Yeah, we're not... Don't, don't start doing that. Okay. <laughs> so let's go around the room here. It is a donation to National Angels. Amy. Yeah. What, said, will, you, what will you pledge? Um, oh, wow. Okay. So this is for Eddie to walk. Yeah. From okay. West Virginia to Tennessee. Yeah. Over 100 miles. And it's going to foster care. Listen, 100 bucks from you would be great. I know, but I'm really thinking this through, Bobby. Na- it goes to National Angels specifically. It, is it Nashville Angels? It's the National Angels. Oh, We okay. work with Nashville as well, but National Angels has, they're over all the chapters across the country. So. Oh, yeah. They're doing, I know, I've, I've worked with them as well, and I know they're doing great work. So I, I got you at 500. Oh! Let's go! Okay, we are at $1,500 right now in lunch. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good grief, What's guys. in it for me? Well, I mean, really, what is in it for me? Except for I don't have to sit next to Eddie for however long you get to walk for. <laughs> That's good. I mean, Bobby, you did 1000 Amy, you did 500 Oh, man. Let me check the calculations. Let me talk to my <laughs> bank account. Hey, bank talk account. to my bank account? He's writing Listen, on paper. I think 100 bucks will be great. Yeah. You know what, Eddie? I mean, Come on. you're my buddy. Come on. You're going to walk 104 miles. I got to donate to your charity. I'll give you 104 bucks. Yeah! All right, 104 dollars. Okay. Take okay. It. So far, we are at $1,604. Oh, okay? Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot, but I still want you to walk. Yeah, so yeah. I'll pledge a hundred dollars. Wow! Wow! wow. That's wow. Money. wow. Okay. You're, that's yeah. That's Morgan, amazing. You should, Morgan, you should go one hundred and five dollars just to be funny. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll do my my favorite number was ten. So I'll do a hundred and ten dollars. Oh. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. I see what we're doing here. <laughs> okay. So right now we're at seven uh, one seven one four. Right, seven hundred fourteen dollars. Uh, Raymond. <laughs> Raymundo, 
Yes, Ray <laughs> Bay will pledge to Eddie and his amazing cause one full day of cameos. What? So, what is that in dollars? Whatever we get, we'll give it to you the day that we choose. Yay! Hey, just give us a, just say fifty bucks. All right, Ray and Bay pledge fifty dollars. All right, yay! All right, so we're at. <laughs> 1764. Oh my, all these random I'm numbers. I'm not the lowest. <laughs> yes. The last person is uh, Scuba Steve. For me, I will pledge my time and I'll go with Eddie on this walk because oh, he has, has someone to go oh. with him. That's good. So I'll be like the pace car and follow him and be his buddy and play the music and make sure he's safe. You're going to walk next to him? Wow. You should also oh, I'll, I'll be in a car. Oh. Scuba, you should also do plus $36 so we can get it to $1,800. So I'll do, I'll, yeah, I'll round it out. 36 bucks and I'll hang out with you for wow, a couple of days. Wow, I love okay. that. That's all great. Right. We are at eighteen hundred dollars right wow, now. Wow! 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 So that being said, we still need eighty-two hundred. It's a lot. So we have set up a page on our website, bobbybones.com. Morgan, it's going to be at the top. It's easy. Yep. All you have to do is bobbybones.com. It's going to be front and center, right there. And then what is it? What are they clicking into? It'll be a photo. Eddie, we'll take a picture of you, and it'll just be you like begging for. Donations. Begging. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they give this money, where does it go? Do we like what? What? Who holds it? Can, like what what side is it like what's happening here do we know yeah so so I'll have it set up their national angels I'll have a call later today I'll call the the rep there and so make it'll sure be that their it, page it'll go right to them oh okay yeah so we'll have a link so it'll be on our page so go to us so to make it easier bybones.com it'll yeah. link right to them and then you can donate okay and so they have will they keep a tally going though like when your money goes up it immediately shows yeah I'll, I'll make sure we get something either shows or they let us know so we can update the audience <laughs> we need it to show because okay, okay here's what we're gonna do Eddie come on we need to make 8200 bucks from our listeners, okay. and you will walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Okay, how, how do and, we do that? And I don't like to say 8200 just 10 bucks a listener. 820 listeners at 10 bucks. Oh, Boom. see, because I was thinking, clearly, or surely, we have at least 8200 people listening if they just donate $1. But why would you knock my number down that I just pitched out there? Guys, oh, no fire. I wasn't trying to knock it down. It's just funny where your brain went. My brain was going to... Be- Hopefully I just hit. don't think it's worth getting your credit card out for a dollar. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So I would say, it's like when someone lowballs you. You're like, you know <laughs> <Sorry>. what? <laughs> like, I feel like my air was sucked out of me for... I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay, I'm my bad. Just a $10 donation <laughs> goes to National Angels. We want to make sure that Eddie has to walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Bobbybones.com. Go and donate. We're trying to, trying to make this money. Let's see what happens. Or... Oh, what boy. If, oh boy! Amy's oh, like a oh nickel. No. Oh no! If what we if have a million listeners and a nickel, yeah. donate fifty cents. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay we've gone off the rails. Yeah. Eddie, we're hoping it happens. Let's buddy. go. Me too, man. Me too. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Come on! It's time for the good news with producer Eddie. Twenty-nine-year-old Haley is a teacher. She's teaching fourth grade in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and she has a student named Jerome. Well, Jerome's failing. He's about to get suspended. She finds out that he doesn't really have a family. So she's like, well, let me, do you want a home? He says, yeah, I'd love a home. So she adopts Jerome as his teacher. And oh. then Jerome says, I have a little brother named Jace, too. He, I would love for him to come live with us as well. She adopts both people. And now, seven years later, she was in debt $49,000 because of attorney fees. She had still student All loans. All because of adoption, mostly. Adoption yeah. was hard. And then she still had student loans from college. Well, seven years later, she declares now she is debt-free, and she's adopted Jace and Jerome, so life is good. Go fund me, or she do it herself? No, all herself. She, oh, dang. She, I she took she... on two extra jobs. Oh, I thought someone Usually heard. this goes, they put up a GoFundMe, yeah. uh-uh. and they fix all their problems. No, she worked hard, and she did it herself. What's her name? Her name is Haley, and she's 29 years old from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Wow, 29. 29 yeah. and adopted two kids. Pretty cool. cool. Dang. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you guys so much for listening to the show today. It is the time of the morning where we check in with the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A Delta passenger is facing a potential fine of $52,500 after the alleged assault of a flight attendant and trying to open the cockpit. So the FAA says, all right, we're passing out fines, and they put four big ones out. The biggest one is $52,500. Get this. There was a Delta flight from Honolulu to Seattle. They say that this person on the flight tried to open the cockpit door. I wonder why they're trying to do that. Like, why are they trying to get in to tell, like send the regards to the chef? Like, what 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 would you be trying to do except take the plane down, you know? Say hey. Like, hey, your flying's great. You know, I, didn't, I haven't felt a single bump. 
Yeah, but and they also, say, let's just say, let's think it's a flight deck. It says cockpit. FAA says cockpit in this, in this wow. story. Wow, okay. They repeatedly refused to comply with crew members' instructions and then punched a flight attendant in the face and pushed them to the floor. Wow. They had to put this dude in plastic handcuffs. And he, he got out of one of the handcuffs and then punched someone in the face a second time. Police boarded the aircraft after it landed, took the passenger into custody. Do you think when they got this person all the way buckled down that the whole plane cheered? Oh, Maybe. for sure. I and like chanted at him, no, 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 no. You know <laughs> when someone gets kicked out of a game? No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Good. You're cuffed. <laughs> yeah. The second one, get this, the $27,000 one, another passenger from a Southwest Airlines flight to Chicago is fined $27,000 after yelling and forcefully banging hands on the seat in front of him and that the passenger yelled he was going to kill someone and then he had a bomb and was going to blow up the aircraft. And that flight had to be diverted. Oh, man. Now, that would scare me. Yeah. You start yelling, you're going to blow stuff up? That would scare me. Yeah, and then you mess up my travel day? I'm I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. That's the first story. The next story I have for you, remember Jeff Lowe, Amy, if I say that name? Jeff Lowe. I can't say that I do. You will when I say it. Uh, from Tiger King. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff. Wasn't mm-hmm. he the, like? Wasn't he the bald guy? Kind of baldish. Tattoos. Yeah, he 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 would kind of wear the skater hat, trying to look yeah. like he was Tony yeah. Hawk, but he was like yeah. sixty. Yeah. So authorities raided Jeff Lowe's Thackerville, Oklahoma Zoo once again and seized sixty-eight animals that were being held there by the Tiger King star. Wow. So apparently he had a bunch of stuff, according to this, that he shouldn't have had. Lowe is an exotic animal exhibitor who took most of the animals being held by Joe Exotic after he went to prison. The DOJ confirmed that 68 protected lions, tigers, lion-tiger hybrids, and a jaguar were taken from the Tiger King Park after obtaining a warrant for ongoing Endangered Species Act violations. And when I read that, do you know what I read? He has a liger. Oh, Did like you hear what I said? Well, yeah. A liger? It says a lion-tiger hybrid. That's a liger. <laughs> Wow, I yeah, think that's he, the story. The story's lost that there's a liger. There's a real-life liger. I know. Now i got to look it up. So Lowe's confirmed the news on TMZ of the raid, noting that 40 to 50 federal agents swarmed his zoo at 7 a.m. with search warrants, told him to stay inside his house or he'd be arrested. He had a liger. That's crazy. Bobby's Big Stories. Billy Gilman turns 33 years old today. You would know Billy Gilman from his song, One Voice. Where he was the kid on the school bus. And in honor of his birthday, other artists that just had one massive hit. Also known as One Hit Wonders. I'll play you the One Hit Wonder. Name the artist. Okay? Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan number two. (laughs) If you miss it, you're out. Place your bets. Ray, you want to bet five bucks on who we think is going to win? Yep. Who do you got? Eddie. Nice. Oh, that's good. I can't have them. You took them. Oh, I don't want Lunchbox. <laughs> oh, dang. I was putting my hand up like, what up, dude? But no. I don't, I, Morgan's too young to know these. Yeah, I don't feel confident. <laughs> All right, Amy. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'm going, Amy. And if I win, I get both your five bucks. Let's go. Okay, but if you... Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Ray, wow. good with that? Let's go. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Song number one. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Oh, it's true. Oh, I have the I have a wrong guy in my head and I can't get him out. Well, get him out, Amy. I got money on this. <laughs> get that person out of there. But get him out there. <laughs> Evict him. Oh man, hold on. <sighs> I tell you what, I don't want everybody to go home. We'll do five. We'll do five songs. Person with the most points wins. Okay. Okay. Eddie, do you have this? I have it. One hundred. Well, I have a name. I have a name. But I don't know if it's the right name. I have the wrong guy. I, I think I have the wrong guy. We know. I know. I You're can't really... get him out of my head, though. It's like... <sighs> oh, man. I can't... I hope that's right. I'm just putting him down, but I don't know if that's right. Okay. And I don't know what yeah. to do. Yeah, you know the song. Let's go around the room. Ugh. No one's eliminated. No one's eliminated. Okay, Morgan, you're up first. Do you know who that is? James Blunt. Eddie. That is James Blunt. <laughs> Lunchbox. Daniel Powder. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of his dang name. Daniel Powder is not right. Amy? I know. 
Um, Daniel Powder. No way! Wow. No way! I couldn't had, get it out of my head. I know. You had Daniel Powder. I, I could. I oh. knew it wasn't Daniel Powder. That's what I was trying to say. But once Daniel was in my head, I couldn't get Daniel out. And Do you it, know what Daniel Powder saying? Yes, if you had a bad day, day. tear <laughs> yourself down. But I couldn't get him out of my head either. Okay, Morgan and Eddie. On the board with Woo, one each. Let's okay, go. Right. Oh, yes. man. Come back. I'm so Okay, this next one's going to be tough. Up for number two, name this artist of this one-hit wonder. Go ahead. from the 70s? <laughs> it's 80s. from the 80s, yeah. So it's Alright, five seconds, guys. Oh, boy, I'm never, uh, I got it. Everybody in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Morgan? <laughs> I know the song, Don't Know the People. The Showstoppers? The Showstoppers. Yeah, Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Eddie? No, that's AHA. Lunchbox? The Bengals. Amy? Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of you's right. And if you said the showstoppers, you're wrong. It's aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Eddie, you got yeah. it. Dang. Eddie was in high school then. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was not he in high school. He was driving around jamming no. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. Right. Okay. We were in our diapers. That's true. Uh, haters. Here is number three. Name the artist of this one-hit wonder. Does that make me crazy? Guys have five seconds. Eddie's dancing really cocky right oh, now. Come on, I know it. Okay, I know it. Everybody I know in? it. Yeah. Eddie, what do you have? Bones. I have Gnarls Barkley. Morgan. Is that how you say his name? I thought Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> That's a basketball player. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Isn't that who it is? Is it just no? Charles Barkley was. The basketball player played for 76ers and the Suns, <laughs> but Gnarls Barkley was named after Charles Barkley. Is it spelled the same? No. no. Charles is with a ch, and Gnarls is with a g-n. Dang. Yeah. Uh, lunchbox? Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> Amy? Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. All right, there you go. Nice job, you guys. We're back. Next up. Eddie's singing along. He thinks he's got oh, it. He's got it. He's cocky. I'm I not 100 percent actually. Everybody in? Yeah. in? Yep. The artist for this one-hit wonder. Let's go to Eddie first. I'm gonna just take a guess. I believe it's Fountains of Wayne. Lunchbox? Oh, Eddie, you are some kind of wrong. That is some 41. Amy? That's a bowling first soup. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. Morgan. Fountains of Wayne. Really? Yeah. Oh, so they're right. Because she was no- super confident out yeah, of the Yeah, I have date. no idea who that is. Well, if you guess Bowling for Soup, you're wrong. <laughs> Figured that. Fountains of Wayne. There it is. Yeah! And one more song. This one's worth five points. Yeah! No, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. I can't do that. No, that would can't. be wrong. Look, he got you really excited. The rules, man. That would be wrong for Eddie. Okay, here we go. Last one. You know it? I'm in! I'm in! I'm gonna win! Yeah! Do you not know it? Eddie, are you just joking? I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Lunchbox in, Amy's in, Morgan, are you in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Eddie, you in? I'm in. What do you you have, Eddie? I have the Rembrandts. Morgan? I had Friends theme song. That's all I know. The artist, Friends theme song by Friends theme song. Uh, Lunchbox? The Rembrandts. Amy? Yeah, Eddie's sandbagging. It's no. The Rembrandts. Yeah, <laughs> so it is the Rembrandt, Rembrandts. Eddie went five for five. Yeah! Nice job, Eddie. There you go, Ray. Wow. That's for you, buddy. Yeah! I owe Ray five bucks. I tell you what, Ray. Let's play again this week, double or nothing. You can pick pick Eddie first again. I want a shot to get my money back. All right. All right. One hit wonders again? Well, I got, Amy, I have... 
15 of them. I have 15 of them in a game. Uh, Amy, let's not be scared. Right. Let's go. Let's okay. take out the old man. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm realizing oh, it's hate, not my man. strong suit. <laughs> Morgan did better than Amy on Lunchbox did. She's like eight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our goal is to get Eddie to walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee. And you may wonder why. Does that sound familiar to you? Maybe this song does. I'm carrying your love with me. West Virginia down to Tennessee. Months and months ago, Eddie said, that's not that far. If you're going to carry your love, carry it from one side of the country to another. And then we said, walk it, hotshot. And then he challenged us, the, me, you listening, if we can raise $10,000 for National Angels, which is an organization that helps foster parents like Eddie is, at $10,000, he will walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee. Right, Eddie? That's right. I mean, you guys, that, if you guys can do that, I will do my part. Eesh. And we're going to put a backpack on him. And he's going to carry love with him in the shape of heart-shaped suckers. You're going to Anybody pass it. He's in, he encounters, yes. he has to give him a sucker? That, it, he's carrying his love with him all oh. the way from West Virginia to Tennessee on foot. Interesting. Over, Literally carrying love. Okay. Yes. Over 100 miles. But if you go to bobbybones.com, that link is up there. If you can donate 10 bucks, that will be awesome because we need a little more than $8,000 when we started. Let's go. Let's make Eddie walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee. So we don't. Do we know like how many days this is going to take? We don't. Not I guess yet. it depends on how. We'll many- raise the. We'll, if we can raise the money, we'll start figuring out how. We'll have Eddie walk a bit and we'll measure it. Okay, that was ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> exactly. It's going to take me a year. <laughs> well, and then I'm picturing Eddie stopping to hand out love to people and getting mm. in a conversation oh, and being like, "So, if the weather's yeah. bad, you know, it could rain. That's oh my true. gosh, yeah. snake bite. And you have to sleep oh. outside. Snake bite. Hey, I guess you get trampled." by a moose. Remember Thing. Oregon Trail? Anything yeah. can happen out there, Bones. BobbyBones.com. Hey, speaking of Eddie, BobbyBones.com to donate. You'll see a link up in the on the front page. Um, Eddie went and got his suit fit for my wedding. How was that? Uh, awesome. I mean, I was a little worried because my parents came into town a few weeks ago and like I ate tortillas, rice, beans, all that. Not very great. And I was like, man, when I fit got fitted for that suit, I was like in pretty, that was my in the heart of Matthew McConaughey diet. So I went in a little stressed out, Bones. I tried it on, though. It looks fantastic. Really? Like, so, so good. Bones, it's a, it's a tux. Yeah. Like, a legit tux. Yeah. And that's mine. Yeah, and you get to keep it. That's amazing. Like, it's it looks so good. My wife texted me. She's like, how does it look? I'm like, oh, I, I, it looks unbelievable on me. Well, and I told Eddie, I was like, hey, you, you know, go try it on. And he did the whole deal. He's like, can I post a picture of me in this on Instagram? Well, I don't know the rules. No. Okay, and I, I thought, I don't know, let me ask Caitlin and Amy, and Amy, you say no, he can't. No, not Why? at all. No, because that's a special part of your day. Like, what the bride, the groom, are the most important surprises, but then Caitlin and Bobby, but I'll say mostly Caitlin, probably put in a lot of work into what these were going to look like. I know me as a bridesmaid, if I were to post my dress, that it would just be cause problems and disappointment because it's like she they want to reveal it I'm speaking for both of you but I'm assuming a lot of it's Caitlin like she wants it to be a surprise or me as a bride I wouldn't want people putting that out this is what Caitlin said because I asked her for official statement okay great she goes no he shouldn't post it I don't want any details of the wedding out it's special to me and I don't want the opinions of listeners holding me keeping me down Mm -hmm. fair enough if people are like that's a gross tux why would you not do this it would bum her out yes that's a valid point so, Eddie, we're going to go no. Did you take a picture of yourself though in it? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No. I was going to say, send it to me, bud. No, nah, because I had to take, take my hat off. My hair is real wild right now. It didn't look great. Do you have the tux with you at, at your house? Uh, it's in my car. Oh, fashion show. Yeah, come fashion on. show. Yeah, no, we, but we can't, though. We can't. No, just for me, though. It'll be. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what we learned here is you cannot post a picture of the tux on Instagram, one. And two, donate to help Eddie walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Let's go. Bobbybones.com. All right, Coles. You know what we should do? We should ask our rich, like, uh, country music star friends to donate. Oh, yeah. Mm, interesting. I feel like Eddie's in a hard place because, you like, you don't... I know you want to fundraise for now that it's for the... For foster kids, yeah. right? Yeah, but he doesn't. But then, like, do you it. definitely don't yeah. want to do the walk. No, that's so you're like psyching yourself like out. You're like, let's go. You're like, I think Eddie's goal would be to get nine hundred, nine thousand, nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> yes. and not have to do it. Exactly. Exactly. That would be hilarious because the 
Well, no, because I would be want hilarious. To... I wouldn't be laughing. No, like... I mean, if he were to pull that off, because that would be really difficult to make sure he had that exact amount of donations. <laughs> but I actually want to see Eddie have to follow through with the walk, mm. so I would go ahead and donate that last dollar. <laughs> he hacks the side at 9999. He <laughs> Sorry, learns how guys. to hack just for that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, BobbyBones.com. You guys check it out. And if any of our rich country music uh, singer friends are listening, let's go. Put your, put your promise up on Twitter. T- tweet us what you're going to donate. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from St. Petersburg, Florida. A man was getting ready for work one morning when he notices, man, my laptop's gone. Goes outside, car's gone, and then he finds the cell phone. The burglar left the cell phone behind, so police were able to track him down. So stole everything. But left his own cell phone. But left his phone. I wonder how they got into it, though. It must not have had a code on it, right? Like, if I just had my phone, if you just walked up to my phone and found it. Right. I wouldn't be able to get in. I guess you could look at the picture on the front, maybe, it, well, and, and yeah. deduce who it is. <laughs> or maybe he had like a Razor flip phone and just automatically said, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, maybe. Old school guy, maybe. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. The awards show for fans is back. It's the iHeartRadio Music Awards this Thursday night on Fox. For the first time in over a year, you'll see artists on stage performing in front of a live audience. Ariana Grande and The Weeknd will be opening the show. Dan and Shay reunite with their full band for the first time to perform Glad You Exist. Boy, that's dramatic. Reunite with a full band? <laughs> like, they've never, like they haven't got to see each other? But uh, they'll be playing full band, which is cool. Get all the info at iHeartRadio.com awards and watch the show on Fox this Thursday, 8, 7 central. All right, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. We just appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you very, very soon, which is tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, bye.